0: This is a real treat because for years now, I have been crying on the verge of peeing in my pants because we've got Joey Molinaro. He can do a zillion impersonations. My favorite is the This Guy skits that you do Thank you. with your good pal. But Joey, how you doing, man?
1: I'm great. It's uh, one of my favorite weeks of the year here in uh, Indianapolis. Like I was telling you, I'm an indie kid born and raised. So always look forward to this uh, week, and especially now that I can come chat with folks like you.
0: I've just described you in a bunch of different ways. How would you describe yourself? What are you? What's your occupation, if you will?
1: Entertainer? Yeah, I mean, entertainer, comedian, impressionist. I guess online, you know, like on the tax form, I guess what you're asking, what I put down, uh, usually just like digital creator. Somehow Mm -hmm. they consider that a job now, which, I, you know, it's not for me. It's just like having fun and doing what I love to do. But, yeah, I'd say just all in those realms. But at the same time, man, I like to – that's kind of – I like that question because I like for people to think of me as a whole bunch of different things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: You're a big Steelers fan. You know the Colts. You know the NFL. You know sports in general. So the Texans are sitting at two overall, 12. Overall, yeah. what do you make of what's going on? Because certainly you've you've paid attention to the Colts Texans sure. games and all that stuff. Yeah. What do you make about the situation they're in? Because they've got D'Amico Ryan's back as a head coach.
1: That's great. That's yeah. I'm super excited about that. I guess I'll ask you first, kind of the feel because I don't know the feel of Houston right now. Like what 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 are the fans? What is the city kind of thinking? Who do they want?
0: You know, I think in general they want a great quarterback because right. it's been a while since sure. Deshaun Watson's been there. So Bryce Young is a very popular one. Alabama, obviously. The head coach is from Alabama. But basically they've seen you know, a Heisman Trophy winner do his thing. Yeah. So I think that's a very popular popular choice. And then there's others that are like, well, I'm not sold on him because he's so short. Yeah. So, kind of all over the map.
1: Right. And that's like here in Indy, I know that if you ask eight, if you ask ten different people out on the streets who are wearing cold stuff, who do you want them to yeah. draft? Yeah. You'd get probably get eight different answers. So I didn't know if the consensus was the same like that down in Houston. I mean, they have the upper hand right because i mean you're already it's just by simple proximity you're two you can get to one probably easier than the colts we're gonna have to give up a lot more yeah to get up there to get uh, their guy if they want to so yeah man i mean i'm a big bryce young guy personally i know that uh you know the, the the size can scare some people but from the people that you know you want to talk to the people that you trust the people who know or in the know right like the guys like daniel jeremiah for me jim, yeah. jim nagy from the senior bowl people who i think like yeah they know what the hell they're talking about They're not concerned about it. They think Bryce Young is uh, a guy
0: that's going to be one of the guys in the league. Let's say I'm the GM, Nick Casario, and you're uh, Nick Saban. So, (laughs) hey, Nick, what do you think about Bryce coming to the Texans? What would you say?
1: Well, that's kind of your prerogative (laughs) because I don't coach that team. I coach my team and my program. Alright, so you wanna take care of that. That's fine. I'll say he's a fine player. Love Bryce, who did a lot of good things for us, but I ain't gonna sit here and make the draft pick for you. All right, that's your program.
0: You're intimidating me. <laughs> I, you're intimidating <laughs> me. And I love your story about when you did finally see what was that like? It okay, was, just take me back to that, that it, instance. It was
1: a whole realm of emotions. When man. was
0: this by the way, just for, for those that don't know? It was
1: twenty it was January, beginning of February twenty twenty two at the senior bowl in mobile. Okay. I was a part of this summit uh, at the Sanger Theater down there. Me, Kirk Herbstreet, Nick Saban. At the time, the head coach of Auburn, Brian Harson. Yeah. So, you know, we had this whole big synergy of their promoting, you know, Joey's going to MC and Coach Saban's going to be there and Herbie's there. Big deal. Something great. Like, I'm actually finally going to get to meet him. Because it's all been hearsay. Like, his daughter's been like, oh, I show it to him all the time. He loves the videos. Oh, my mom loves the videos. Like, you know, never met the man. I'm like, finally going to get to meet him. Comes down. It's that night. We're running 40 minutes over. The man's pissed. Oh, the no. man is absolutely fuming because he's already on a recruiting trip. It's taking time out of yeah. his recruiting trail. So I'm backstage, and I'm seeing him from, from me to Mark there, and he's pacing well, like he does on the sidelines. Like when right. you know they're only up by like 35 on Troy so what's in the that second do to quarter. You? what's
0: that do to you, knowing the situation you're in? Because you, you've got to juggle all this other stuff too.
1: Right, and like I think I can put myself in his headspace pretty well, right? <laughs> and so I'm like – I. This is not a good time to go talk to him cuz he's just right. doing that slow walk and I'm like okay I got I I'm not going to let this moment pass. Right. He gets off the stage finally. They're all wrapped up, they're done. He's coming over, walking towards me. I'm like this is it. I'm going to be the first one right as he gets off stage. And I'm just going to introduce myself and hopefully it registers. Went, introduced myself, did not register. Oh. <laughs> he, he had his handlers around him. Uh, I shook his hand. He didn't even make eye contact with me and he just dropped the what. Uh, I- And then just walked away, never saw him again. (laughs) And my wife was like, "You kind of make him out to seem like a bad guy." I'm not. Listen, he's in Mobile, Alabama, the heart of right. I mean, all the fans, right? Uh Like he needed to get out of there, so he didn't have time to just like stop and chit chat, or else he would have gotten bombarded. So I understand. It's just pretty hilarious, and I think on point for the personality that I portray in my impression of him. Right. That he just don't have time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) See,
0: I'm older than you. I. I grew up in, in Houston in the '80s, and he was a DBS coach there. And I don't I don't remember him then, but yeah. just hearing all the stories from John McLean, uh-huh. who wrote for the Chronicle and covered the Oilers back then, he was very approachable. I mean, he was working for Jerry Glanville, sure, which just seems weird because Jerry Glanville was this
1: larger than life, yeah, this character, right. a big yeah.
0: character. It, it just kind of it's interesting to see that path, and then to see your, your spot on impersonation of him. And one of the other things I love about what you've done is you did this video where it was a dinner table with him and Ed Orgeron <laughs> yeah, yeah. and Chris Collinsworth. And, yeah. I mean, how much time does it take for you to come up with these ideas and shoot this stuff? And, you know, it's it seems like a very natural thing, but I also know it, it doesn't you. just happen like that, right? The idea, not so much. The real time of it comes,
1: honestly through do the wardrobe change. Yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got, you know, for some of those ones that I like to drop around like holidays or the Super Bowl or whatever, um, you know, I'll have, seven, eight different personalities or characters that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sitting there. I got to be like, all right, now he's going to wear this. He's going to wear this. All right, now I'm going to knock out all my Coach Saban stuff <laughs> when I have a Coach Saban on. All right. And so my wife and now my son just think I'm absolutely insane because right. I'm sitting at a table at different chairs. And how old is your son? He's only six, six months, okay, so okay. he do not really know. But. He'll know eventually. (laughs) But, I mean, my wife's become immune to it as well. But, yeah, so really the the wardrobe and the outfit and putting all that together, knowing who's wearing what, when, how long they're going to wear it for, changing in and out of that stuff, that's what takes the longest time. Because once I get in it, then I set up the camera, and then I'm just, boom, going. Right, right, right. Do a few takes, whatever. Yeah, so I'd say from start to finish, three hours for Mm -hmm. something like that. And, and the meat of it is just changing clothes. <laughs> and how many
0: of these people have you, that, you've, that you're you able to impersonate, how many of you actually met, aside from Saban, that yep. it's either gone well, it hasn't gone – I mean, has it ever not gone well with any of these people?
1: No, because I I, I I I try to, you know, put a point of emphasis and take pride in. I'm not being, like, harsh, right? right like, right, I'm not right. really, like, bashing them, getting personal. It's just fun for the yeah. sake of the sketch. And so, I, you know, I've met Coach O. I'm, you know, become – you know, pretty close with him. Yeah. Not close. I mean, we, I don't have his direct line. But, like, whenever we see each other, like, I don't. i <laughs> Right? Like, he's excited <laughs> to see me, which is great. Chris Collinsworth I haven't met in person, but he's quote tweeted a lot of my stuff. I, I know.
0: I get the sense that he loves what you do about him. And my
1: friend Marcus Bailey, who plays for the Bengals, he's a, he's a backup linebacker, special teams stud. He talked with him during Super Bowl week last year. He was like, hey, Chris, like, what do you th- you know my guy Joey? What do you think of Joey? And Chris is just like, oh, what I love about Joey is he's never mean-spirited. He just has fun. He's never mean-spirited. And it's like, yeah, exactly. That's that's the whole point. So Chris gets it. Coach O gets it. I'm trying to think of a few others that I've uh, – like Jim Irsay actually, like, quote-tweeted a video that I did uh-huh. recently, and I was, like, pretty surprised. One, because he's the owner of an NFL team, but two – That's probably the closest I get to like really making fun of someone. You know, it's like it's not, I'm not getting personal, but like I kind of make him out to be quite the character.
0: Yeah. That's got to feel good. He's got a sense of humor about it. I think so. You know, good on him. Yeah. Yeah. One that was really, I I enjoyed was Mike Leach. Rest in peace. Oh. I worked in Lubbock from 2005 through 2009 i was the host of his tv show so
1: prime time red raiders there
0: i was around him all the time yeah he, he even gave me a nice recommendation for the job that i have now so nice big close oh. uh connection so yeah i love seeing your your impersonation of him and because i've done it with these guys a ton so i was like joey joey's got it, yeah. yeah
1: that was that was really really sad real real bummer there um miss coach I never got never got to meet him never got to interact with them um He'd, a a He'd have been a fan. Oh yeah, what what a what a gem though. You and know, I, I was actually just watching Friday Night Lights, the series, and all of a sudden the coach pops up, man. Swings you around. Got, yeah, that's you gotta so great. You got to swing your
0: sword. Yeah. yeah, that was great. They oh. make a lot of the pirates, but I'm not really a pirate. So much. <laughs> yeah, you would have, you would have like, he would, he would have talked with you for about seven seconds about the impersonation, and the 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 conversation would have veered off. I would have. That's
1: all I would have wanted yeah. is to
0: veer off into God knows what. It probably would have. I think gone into the motorsports realm, because you're. You're doing that. Tell yep. me about, and tell the folks listening, what what are you doing with the motorsports?
1: Yeah, so uh, I host a uh, podcast on Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s. And dirty I turned M- out, I
0: sounded like an old man saying, what are you doing there with the motorsports? <laughs> <laughs> so, so pardon me there.
1: That's all right. That's every conversation I have with everybody <laughs> in my family, every adult I meet. So you're yeah. doing the you're doing the video stuff, right? <laughs> How's the voices going? I'm like, it's it's good. <laughs> oh, you could supply for your family with that? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's all good. But, dirty, yeah, Dirty Mo Media, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Oh, that's awesome. uh, company, uh-huh. um, they took on me and Connor Daly, who actually just ran the Daytona 500. Wow. But he is a full-time IndyCar driver, and so we kind of bring the IndyCar flavor. Obviously, Indy Indy 500 sure. that's in our backyard; it's a part of our DNA. But we host a weekly podcast for for them, and, and covering all things motorsport, but definitely have more of a
0: tie-in to IndyCar. So, having a lot of fun doing that. Joey Molinero, really appreciate the time. I'm a huge fan. Thanks, man. Keep up the great work. Can't wait to see what's next because I know appreciate it's going it. to be uh, something very entertaining and even different.
1: means a lot, man. Thank you. Appreciate you. And good luck to Houston with uh, number two, or one, <laughs> whatever y'all do.